Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to realize your soul beliefs. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Welcome everyone to this week's podcast. I do hope that you guys are learning some things and growing some things, having some introspection into your life and into your thought processes and into your heart, getting to know your heart better. Because just about the time we think we know our heart, it well, it does something that we didn't know it was going to do. But I hope and pray that this recording here will help you guys be able to deal with a very kind of specific issue here and I'm gonna talk how we parent adult children now some of you are adult children which we all are but you may not have parents with you anymore Uh, some of you are probably just trying to survive the children stage But I hope that you can listen to this and it will help you as your children grow because they eventually all grow. I remember a time I was thinking, I thought, Jesus, you're going to come back and I'm going to be in the carpool line for the entire rest of my life. This carpool line, I'm going to be doing this forever and you're going to just come back. I remember thinking those kind of thoughts like years and years carpool line. But I do remember now the time when it was no longer carpool line. They turned 16, they got older, they each began to get their own cars, drive their own way, and sure enough, I no longer did carpool line. So eventually, as you guys all know, from the baby stage, oh, they're so cute, and they'd smile, and they'd get that, you know, that first laughter those babies get, that is just so awesome. And even as a parent... I probably didn't appreciate it as much as I do now as a grandparent when that baby gets that first laughter stage or when they're like two and they look at you and they're just, you can just see all their little brain just click, 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 just look at you in that wonder as you're showing them a a frog or telling them or something, you know, and they get that just a look and they're just processing it all. Or that first idea, they understand what pretending really is and what that means and it's so much so much fun as a grandparent. I know these things and I recognize these old things and they are wonderful. And as a parent, I was like, oh, I gotta fix dinner, do they have the clothes? I got the diapers, they got baths, I got you know, you get so much into the having to care for them that sometimes you might miss some of this. So in this podcast as we talk about uh, parenting adult children, maybe you still have parents and you're that adult child that parents are parenting um it will help you i hope this week of even understanding how to be an adult child because we in our parents eyes we are always that child they remember when we first took our steps they remember our, our first cry the the good things and joyful things the struggle things growing up they will always see us my um, mother-in-law is just turned 94 and she is still parenting even though she can't 
do much anymore. And she's still parenting about her faith. That her faith just amazes me at times. And um, how she has that relationship with Jesus. Of course, she's kind of over this whole life thing. She's ready to be up there. But, you know, you have to kind of go through this dying process, which is very difficult. And she's showing us how to walk through the, this dying process that she hates with the faith that she has. And, you know, coming into those complaining moments because this hurt that hurts and this is hard and she doesn't want this and people telling her what to do and all these kind of things of how she will stop and then she will just talk to Jesus for a minute and she says I'm sorry I need to pull my attitude out of the gutter I need to pull it up and not be so gripey and so complaining and my heart just breaks because I know I would be griping and I would be complaining about everything at this stage of the game but her faith and how she portrays that even now as a parent you know the my father-in-law's gone my dad is gone I have my mother still here my stepfather's here and being able to listen to them as they get older and you know things Lord Jesus help help me to be more like this when I get older Lord Jesus help me not to be like this um as older as parents get older you know the fear level that they have gets higher and higher and in some ways I've been able to take a step back and I've looked at this you know as you get older you have less control over all kinds of things like you don't have that much control over your body you would like your body be doing these other things and I remember the first time that I, I couldn't get my feet to move quite as fast as I wanted them to move, like they used to move. I used to could do this move, and now I struggle with that. And you know how our bodies physically change. And so that lack of control is, is scary. Seeing the world getting darker and darker, every generation darker and darker, is, is scary for them. Because they they are very they are vulnerable just like our children they are a vulnerable generation. How many scammers have scammed old people because they didn't grow up with cell phones? They didn't grow up with people scamming. I mean, who would have done that? So it's scary as they see things change, and sometimes for adult children it can become very like like storm, you know, and you can just get aggravated. But hopefully walking through this week, you can learn how to be compassionate, how to overflow in love and how to overflow in faith and how to take their fear and turn it into a place of faith for them. Because a lot of things change as, the, as you get older and we have to take that into consideration and not we get so frustrated, you know. You're out on the street and you're trying to drive and this old person is in front of you and they're going slow and, you know, they're just there to bug you, not even realizing that they're going slow because they're scared and they can't move as fast as you. Their body just doesn't do that in, in everything coming and going. They're processing this information. They're not driving slow to hack you off. They're driving slow because they want to be safe and being older means that they can't do some things quite as well. So the more patience that you learn to have 
towards the older generation, the more patience you will get. You know that whole reaping and sowing parable? <laughs> if you sow love, faith, grace, patience, and long-suffering, endurance, all those things you want to have when you get to be 80, then you need to sow those things. And is it perfect every time? Because no, because our parents irritated us because they do the same thing that irritated us when we were 20 versus now that we're, we're 60, they still irritate us. And you have all these things, you know, that your parents, well, they've always said this my whole life. But you can take a place of learning how to be the prayer warrior for your family. And we're going to talk about that and how to be the uh, adult child of an elderly parent or an older parent you know maybe your parents are not elderly yet but you know you still have parents and they're still going to be your your parent I mean how many of you pick up the phone and you want to call mom or you want to call dad and just talk to him and explain the trash situation or whatever it is you just feel good you just feel good about being able to do that some of you don't have parents to be able to do that but maybe you are a parent, and so you can learn how to, to walk in that place that you are a great parent to an adult child. We're going to cover a lot of those things. But first, as the Lord Jesus talks with us, I want to talk to you about a scripture here. I want to start off in Nehemiah, and I know you probably think this is all weird but Nehemiah does talk about families and you know Nehemiah was sent to build the wall and you know that whole story and then you know there's some mockers you know some Facebookers that were coming against him and all that he was trying to do for the Jewish because the you know the Lord was upset that the wall was down and the people didn't seem to care so Nehemiah came in and he was rebuilding this wall so he heard about some bloggers that were coming against him, <laughs> just putting it in modern day terms because, you know, we don't have like walls to go by, but people were coming against him. So this is what he, this is what he did. And I hope that you can hear this with your hearts as we go through this week. You can begin to learn how to stand for your family, how to stand for your family. Maybe you don't have kids, but you've got siblings, you've got parents, how to stand for your family maybe you're in the beginnings of creating a family so this is going to be good for you to learn how to do that so nehemiah chapter four we're going to start i guess uh in 11 where he talks about the adversaries those rotten bloggers that are coming those bots they will never they will neither know nor see anything till we come into their midst and kill them all. See, that's what they're wanting to do, right? Because of the work, the work has to cease. The work has to cease. You guys, you know, use your own little heart and your own brain putting this into today's world, right? Okay, so the adversaries are saying they will neither know nor see anything till we come into their midst and kill them and cause their work to cease. So it was when the Jews who dwelt near them came and they told us ten times, ten times, from whatever place you turn, they will be upon us. Then this is the important verse. Therefore, ta-da, Nehemiah 
Therefore, I positioned men behind the lower parts of the wall at the openings, and I set the people according to their families, with their swords, their spears, and their bows. According to their families, he set them up. Behind these, the men that had, had the, sows and, the swords and bows. And I looked and arose and said to the nobles, you know, to the adversaries and to the leaders and to the rest of the people. Well, I guess he's here he's talking to the Jews here. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, great and awesome, and fight for your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. And then it happened when our enemies heard that it was known to us and that God had brought their plot to nothing, that all of us returned to the wall, everyone to his own work. I hope you guys can take this today and begin to get the fight within you for your family. Everyone in your family needs prayer. Everyone in your family, I don't care who they are, it doesn't matter whether they're missionaries or pastors or deacons. Everyone in your family needs prayer. We all live in this world and we need it. So I pray that this scripture will give you the beginnings of understanding that you are to fight for your families. Because that's what the Jews did. And they rebuilt the wall and they won and they were able to go back to the purposes that God had in store for them. I hope you guys can hear this with your heart. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may he make his face shine upon you. Thank you for listening today. Bye-bye. Soul Lives is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.